Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word of Prayer. My name is Tom Short. Really glad to have you along with us today as we get to the Word of God, talk about it. We're talking about music, worship, singing to the Lord. It's a vital part of our faith, of our religion, of our practice. I've often said Christianity is the singing religion. Not all religions sing, certainly not the way we do. But sometimes we don't sing the best way possible. You know, there's a meme going around uh, of, of uh, or last, what broke the internet last week, shall we say, was the mugshot of President Trump. And there's a lot of memes that have come off of this. And one of my favorite came from a Calvinist friend of mine who, because he's a Calvinist, can make fun of his Calvinist friends and wishes they were a little bit happier as they sing about the sovereignty of God. And he sent me this meme, Calvinist singing joy to the world, along with a picture of President Trump's mugshot. Well, it's kind of funny because there's truth in it. All humor has some sort of truth in it. Whether you're Calvinist or whatever your, your theological persuasion we don't want to be people who always walk around with a heavy face as, uh, uh, when we sing to the Lord, because Scripture says we ought to sing with joy. Now, the truth is, some songs are reflective. They produce awe. They're quiet in nature. They're a little bit slower in nature, and that's fine. There should be some songs like that, but there ought to also be others that lift our spirits, fill us with joy, and are, shall we say, upbeat, because Scripture says that we should, that's how we should sing to the Lord. We're talking about our 50th anniversary here of our church, Linworth Road Church, that we're celebrating this week. And one thing that formed our lives were the, the songs right out of Scripture. And we would sing those slower, reflective songs. We'll look at some of those later in the week. But we also would sing some that were clapping and and shouts of joy, and and expressed the joy of the Lord that He had put in our hearts. One of our, uh, one of the most, I'm going to share a couple of very popular ones. One was Psalm 100. Look at what He says here: Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord He is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We're his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. As you can tell, I put that as the King James translation there because that's what we would sing it in. But look at all the rejoicing in there. That's how we should enter into the presence of God. Now, if you've been in sin and you need to enter in with a greater repentance and humility, that's one thing. But if not, enter his courts with thanksgiving. Our God has given us a reason to be thankful, reason to be filled with joy, reason to have uh, shouts of joy coming from our heart. He's triumphant. Our God is victorious. This psalm was written before Jesus came and conquered death, rose from the dead. And even then there was room to praise God for his power, his sovereignty, to remember that he's made us. He's our creator. 
He's our Lord. He's our God. He's our shepherd. We're his sheep. These are all things. There's something special about you, my friend. There's something unique about you. You're one of the people of God. The world's going its direction. The world's in its domain of darkness. The world's walking its way. But you, my friend, are uh, are part of God's special creation. You're forgiven by him. You're made new by him. You're a new creature. You have salvation. And so when we stop and think that we're his people, we are the people of God. We walk in his ways. We were created by him. We didn't make ourselves. He made us, created us, made us his people. What a God and what a relationship we can have with him. We don't want to walk around with a sour face. What's that tell us if you've always got a sour face? What's that say about you? And what's that say about your God? You know, do you ever see, like, for instance, sometimes I see children in a family that are happy and cheerful. And that tells me something about the children, but also tells me something about their family. And other times I see children that always seem to have a long face. They don't seem happy at all. They, 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 you know, they don't seem very alive. They seem very subdued. Well, that tells me something's going on usually often in that child. Something's hurting in that child. And it makes me wonder also, how's the health of their family? My friends, God, there are times, obviously, as I've said, to be reflective. Grief and sadness is a part of life. But if there's not joy in your life, if there's not something happy springing out of you, then somehow you've got to re-examine your relationship with God and how you understand God. Scripture says in Psalm 70, another verse that we like to sing, let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And let those who love your salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. That's what we should do. Can I encourage you? Might even say it right now with me. Say it out loud. Let God be magnified. And say it with a joy in your life. It is happening. You can look around the world and you can find reason to be sad. You can find reason to be worried. There's plenty of reason in our world to be sad and worried. But is there really any more reason now than there was at other times in history? Like, say, during World War II, or say, during other wars, or even back in the time of those who wrote these psalms that didn't have so much of the conveniences we have and the life we had, and and often were a threat of starvation, of danger of enemies, of illnesses that that, uh, they didn't know how to solve or didn't have the medicines we have today. My goodness, we have so many reasons to be thankful in our day. And some of the things that these people wrote, let all who seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let those who love your salvation, who love what God is doing, who love the Lord, say continually, let God be magnified. You know, sometimes this area of singing with joy and being joyful, it gets back to our vision of God. 
I don't know how you picture God. I've shared before, I grew up kind of, you know, my image of God, I had several. One of them was like the Wizard of Oz. Remember when Dorothy and her friends went in and the big fire and the wizard behind the curtain and up, up there on the screen, and, and he's awesome and loud and mean and angry, and there wasn't sure wasn't a smile on his face. And, um, and, and, and I kind of picture God that way. And those pictures that can even be developed in our childhood, they're hard to clear out. They're hard to change, even for me, after many, many years of following Christ. Scripture says of God, the Lord your God is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will exult over you with joy. He will renew you in his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. You see, Scripture says that we should enter his presence with shouts of joy, but it also says that God himself has shouts of joy, that God is exalting over us. You are, you are evidence of God's victory, my friend. The devil didn't get everybody because he didn't get you. God has saved you. Christ has redeemed you. You're a trophy of his grace. You, were, you once were lost, wretched that you are, but now you're found holy, blameless, a saint, a child of God. What an awesome thing. And as we praise God, as we think of God, as we, uh, as our, we retrain our mind to think of God, yes, he's a joyful God. He's not like that Wizard of Oz. Pull the curtain back. See who he really is and see, see the, the, the personalness of our God. You're not more joyful than he is. The world's not more joyful than he is. There, he's not more, the world's not more victorious than he is. The world's not more confident than he is. Our God, he's not a sourpuss. Our God is a God filled with joy. Indeed, it is called the joy of the Lord. So, when you sing to the Lord, there's certainly room for reflective songs. There's certainly room for songs that cause us to uh, stop and consider. Certainly rooms for songs, room for songs that cause us to be in awe and quietly reflect on the nature of our God. But don't forget, there is also room to rejoice in the Lord, to enter his presence with shouts of joy, with praise and thanksgiving. How long has it been since you've done that? How long has it been since you really experienced in worship the joy of the Lord? My advice, you know, get, get around someone else who's experiencing it. Sing, sing with them. Find some songs. Sing with yourself. Sing with the shower, wherever you like to sing. Uh, but find some other people who can help you sing songs of joy. Let's do one right now. I'd like to sing, and you can join me. I got some very positive comments about singing yesterday. I didn't know whether I was going to scare everybody off or, or whether uh, you come back, but uh, I'm going to sing a brief song here, Psalm 70, verse 4. You can join me if you want to sing along. Afterwards, we'll pray, and then that'll be our day, okay? Here we go. <clears throat> Let all who seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. You can clap along if you want. 
Let all who seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let those who love, love thy salvation, say continually. Let God be magnified. Let God be magnified. Let God be magnified. Father, we magnify your name. We love your salvation. We love you. We thank you you've put a new song in our heart, a song of joy. We thank you, Lord, that you lift us up out of the doldrums of life. We thank you, Lord, you forgive us of our sin. You take away our guilt. You bury, you bury our iniquities in the deepest ocean. We thank you that your loving kindness is as high as the heavens are above the earth. You've separated our transgressions as far as the east is from the west. Lord, we have so many reasons to be thankful. Oh, yes, Lord, we, we still live in a world, a fallen world. We still see the effects of sin. We still, uh, and it grieves us, Lord. But I pray that you'd help us also to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And that, Jesus, you would be one who lifts our spirits and helps us to enter into your presence with shouts of joy, praising you with all of our heart. And we do praise you, and we do love you this day, this very day. Thank you for the triumph we have in Christ. Be magnified in our lives today, Lord. Be magnified above our problems. Be magnified above our troubles. Be magnified above our trials. Be magnified above the things that hurt and and are painful to us. Let your salvation be magnified above all we pray in Jesus' name. And Father, I also pray today, this day, uh, I I think of the hurricane hitting Florida. I do pray for those. I know some here who join us each day are right in the path of that storm. I pray you to watch over them, keep them safe, protect them. Uh, Lord, we see these this mighty power, and we're reminded, Lord, we live in a fallen world, thorns and thistles, but we also thank you, Lord, the mighty scripture that says that the word of God is more powerful than many waters and more than the mighty rushing wind, which often reflects the Holy Spirit. Oh, come upon our land. Lord, protect the people in the path of that hurricane, but we pray your spirit would come upon our land like a mighty rushing wind. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. Isn't that wonderful? Don't you love praising the Lord? I sure do. That's why we come here every day. I want to thank those of you who come here every day. You know, if you didn't come here every day, I don't think I would either. And being in the Word every day and sharing it with you and praying with you, it lifts my spirit so much. And so I want to thank you for your faithfulness. I see people here in the chat, others who comment and tell me later in the day. You encourage me, and I'm glad to be have this community that's forming. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll join us. Uh, subscribe to the channel, like the video, share with your friends, but make a commitment to come here on a regular basis, like every day, and your life will change. Give it a month or two. You'll, you'll begin to see things in your attitudes, in your behaviors. Your, you'll change because there's power in the Word of God. You need it every day. If you're not having a good time in the Word yourself every day, let me help. Come join here and allow God's Word to minister, transform your life. God bless you. I love you. Rejoice in the Lord today. 
Let his name be magnified. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.